Hey, what up, fam? It's your boy Norm, and I would like to welcome you to episode 81 of the Evangelical Norm. Uh, it is the 30th of December, and so that means tomorrow is New Year's Eve. And so I thought I'd talk about New Year's resolutions. Um, yeah, it's uh, for a long time I refused to make New Year's resolutions. I uh, had a, I think, a 13-year stretch of <laughs> resolving not to make any New Year's resolutions. I did it um, a long time ago and lasted about 13 years until Pastor Saeed uh, was in prison in Iraq. And uh, so, and then there were resolutions. You can see the pictures and stuff. I'll probably repost one of them. Um, just I had made a resolution to every day use social media and so on to do what I could do to um, see Pastor Saeed freed, which happened. And so praise God for answered prayers. Uh, praise God that he's out. Uh, keep praying for him and his family. And um, just if you know the situation that's going on there, pray for it. Uh, and we'll leave it at that. But um so, because that's not what I want to talk about today. That, that could go on and on, and that's that, you know. Pray for Pastor Saeed and his family. We'll just leave it like that. Um, but that was what broke my, my streak of um, New Year's resolutions, and I don't think I've really made any kind of resolutions since uh, he was set free. There's been, I think, one or two um, New Year's that have come and gone since he was... Uh, released I think probably just one so um, you know I, I don't remember if I made one but you know it comes to the, the question of do we make New Year's resolutions should we um, what should we resolve to do um, you know uh, Darren um, Caldwell one of my favorite preachers uh, who preached at our church today um he stepped down from his eldership, but I, I'm still going to call him Pastor Darren because he is. Um, he's got a shepherd's heart. He's a great guy. Um, but he preached and talked about things that we can resolve to do, resolve to, to plant churches, resolve to preach the gospel. And those are all you know amazing things that we need to do. Um, you know, one of the things about New Year's resolutions are their you know, everybody expects to break their New Year's resolutions. Um, it's kind of the, you know, the the running joke that, you know, how long, you know, you resolve to go to the gym, you make it three weeks, you resolve to lose weight, um, you know, you lose seven pounds, and then you, you gain it back in triplicate kind of thing. And so... Yeah, I don't think we should go into any kind of resolution um, with the intent of breaking it. Because, again, why bother? You know, I mean, if, if you're doing any anything that you're doing just to, to go through the motions, you know, I mean, if it's done just out of tradition or whatever, I think it, it's pointless. Um, there's no real good reason to do it. Um, and I wanted to read um, 1 Corinthians uh, 10, verse, and I lost it. I should, I should memorize verses better. 
Um, yeah, there we go. Ten twenty-three, um, and we're gonna read through this. Where is the exact verse that I want? There we go. It's it's tw well, First Corinthians ten thirty-one. You know, Paul Paul talks about it here. Um, I'm gonna start at twenty-three. There we go. I'm going to start at 23 and read through to the verse that I want. And most of you probably know what it is at this point, but, you know, bear with me. Um, all things are lawful, but all not, not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner and you are disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising any questions on the ground of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it for the sake of the one who informed you and for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your conscience, but his. For why should my liberty be determined by someone else's conscience? If I, am, if I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of that for which I give thanks? So, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. And that's what I want to talk about. You know, I mean, this verse is talking about um, food and, you know, whether or not, you know, what we put into our bodies and what we eat or drink. And um, Ivy has a really good song about that on uh, the Don't Just Listen album. Um, song it is uh, yeah I have to go back through and listen to it again I forget which one of it it is I listen to these all the time um, I want to say it's in Grove but neither here nor there get get Ivy's album check it out um, and uh, I'll get to that it's not a resolution, but it's something that I'm going to do. I'll hit that in the end. Um, buy Ivy's album. Listen to it. Find the song. I forget which one it is. They, they all just, they're great. It's a, it's a great album. Um, so, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do to the glory of God. And, and I probably have some people tell me I'm twisting scripture to mean something that it doesn't. This is, this is dealing with food and drink and so on. But whatever we do, in, in, as far as making New Year's resolutions, if you're going to make a New Year's resolution, make a New Year's resolution. But whatever it is that you resolve to do, don't resolve to do it and then just give up. I mean, Christians, as, as we, when we do things, we should do things at a different standard. Um, than the rest of the world. We really should. It's not a legalism thing. It's not an earning salvation thing or anything else. We should be set apart. We should be different. The things that we do, if we resolve to do something, Scripture says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. If you resolve to do something, do that thing that you resolve to do. Don't make a resolution that you have no intention of, of keeping or uh, fulfilling period. I mean, that's, it's, if, if you're going to do it, do it to the glory of God, which means you should do it as well as you possibly can. Now I understand, you know, sometimes we make a resolution. If our, if our resolution is to lose weight and we just don't do it. Okay. Sometimes we fail. Sometimes we decide we're going to do something and we fail. But if we 
plan to fail from the outset, then essentially what we're doing is lying. It really is. I mean, so that being said, if you're going to make a resolution, resolve to do something and, and do it well. And whatever it is that you do. And I, what I really want to talk about, and I, I, maybe some people are going to see, think this is self-serving, because again, today I just announced that we need uh, we need greeters. We need more greeters in our greeting ministry, and we also need more security in our security ministry. But that's a, a hand-picked ministry that I do. Um, and But as far as greeting, you know, we threw out just the invitation. Hey, um, if you're interested, if you'd like to shake hands and smile and welcome people to church and give hugs and, and make small talk at the front door, see me, you know, but if we're, if we're going to make resolutions, let's make resolutions in some way that we can serve the body, that we can serve the body of Christ, serve your local church. Let that be one of your resolutions. If you're looking for something to resolve to do, you know, not everybody's going to be called to, to planting or evangelism or stuff, but we're all called to serve in some way. We really are. You know, every member a minister of, of some kind. And uh, so serve your local body. Find a way, something that you can do. Um, resolve to be at church as often as possible, right? I mean, again, not being legalistic, but the scripture commands us. It tells us that we should not give up uh, meeting together. We should continue to gather together as saints in church. You know, what is church? It's not church is the the church service the the sunday service is not the evangelistic outreach of the church it's not that is for the equipping of the saints and the uplifting of believers now of course we we welcome non-believers in and we preach the gospel in those services but the the intent and the the initial intent and the focus of any church service should be to uh to equip and to edify the saints so um, and if you're a part of that, so that would be my first encouragement. If you're going to make a resolution, resolve to be there as often as you possibly can. You know, we take vacations, we get sick, we do things, but there are far too many people who are just, you know, uh, hit or miss church attenders. And, you know, it, it literally makes me want to vomit when I hear people say, well, you know, I go and I worship on my own. Um. I do my own thing in the mountains, this and that. Again, that's great. I mean, if, if going to the mountains is, a, is an act of worship for you, going camping, going hunting, whatever it is, if that's an act of worship, do it to the glory of God. But don't do it in place of the gathering of the saints. Because again, that is something that we are commanded to do. That we are supposed to come and we're supposed to take our our. our whether you want to call it the Lord's Day or the Sabbath, you know, we can have that argument another time. We'll, that'll be another episode of the podcast. But we should be taking the Lord's Day and fellowshipping with believers. Um, you know, and again, and it's not to say that you can't do other things. I do other things. I actually go uh, most Sundays and play in a free poker tournament um, that happens here in town. Bring the hate mail. I get it. Um, you know, 
I'm not gambling. I'm not putting any money in, but I have a chance to win. And, you know, fellowship with there are some believers that are there. There are some non-believers. And those non-believers tend to get uh, uh, bits and pieces of the gospel. I don't know that I've ever outright. Well, actually, I have. One time I've had a conversation with somebody that you could tell was making a lot of people at the table uncomfortable. But we had a conversation about what the gospel is and sin and repentance and so on. So, you know, you can do that, but don't forsake the gathering of the saints. Don't give up coming together and meeting and having communion and celebrating the sacraments and all those things that we do when we meet um, on the Lord's Day in the Lord's house. Um, so there's my first encouragement. Be there. Uh, my second encouragement is serve there. Find some place. Every church can use people in the children's ministry unless you don't have one but every church can use people in the greeting ministry and any kind of hospitality ministry cleaning up um, doing whatever and if you're called to to preaching or eldership or any of those other things talk to your pastors talk to those people around you and say i feel like i'm called to this enter into an elder candidacy candidacy program um, if your church has it or those things to to find out to to you know come together as, as believers, as el existing elders and potential elders to see if, if that's an actual call that God has put on you. Um, but that would be my other thing. Is it, in, in your resolutions, resolve to be there. Resolve to be there and resolve to serve. Um, I mean, those are the two big things. Those are the huge places where, where um, you can do whatever it is you do to the glory of God. Um, and then they're sharing the gospel, um, you know, especially in your homes, with your family, with your kids, with your, your, your loved ones. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of different things. I think even, I mean, I have great respect for, for Ray Comfort and Kurt Cameron and the way of the master and living waters and all those things. And, and if I'm wrong, please correct me, but I do believe Years back, there was an episode of Way of the Master where they talked about, you know, the uncomfortableness about sharing the gospel with your family and, and that it's not necessarily you that has to witness to your family. And the more I think about it, the more I think this may not have been, this may have just been an, a conversation that I had with somebody. I don't remember. But the conversation went, whether it was Ray and Kirk or me and someone else, um, let pray for your family, but let someone else come along and share the, the, the gospel with them. I love my family far too much to, to rely on someone else to share the gospel when I have it. Um, my family knows where I stand on faith and religion. I have many family members who are LDS who have heard me share the gospel and I've said straight out, I do not believe that the Mormon church is a Christian church. I do not believe that Mormons are going to heaven. I believe that they're deceived. Um, I believe that they're wrong. And I, I beg and I plead with them to repent and put their trust in the, the true Christ. Because the Christ of Mormonism is a false Christ. Um, they've all heard it. They know. They love me anyway. Um, and I love them. And, and that's uh, some... Maybe there, there's tension with some. I have sisters who won't even talk to me um, because of my belief in what I am 
in between Christianity and Mormonism. So, but I think it's very important, especially parents, teach your kids, do a catechism. Um, you know, we did, and I don't know if it was last year, we started off trying to do a catechism with Opal, and she was just over one. Um, she could answer some of the questions, you know, when we would ask, what's our only hope in life and death? She would at least give me a one-word answer. She could say God, um, you know, as opposed to the, the kid's answer in there that we are not our own, but we belong to God. Um, and then, you know, down the road, the adult answer that we are not our own, but belong body and soul. Uh, our only hope in life and death, I forget it. Uh, no, see, there you go. I'm not very good at memorization either, but I intend to, um, the day after tomorrow, on the 1st of January, start week by week uh, the New City Catechism again with Opal um, and her mom. Every night we will read the, the question, we will read the answer, we will read the scripture, we'll read the prayer. <coughs> we'll do all those things that is included. New City Catechism, it's a great, great, you don't have to agree with everybody who is part of it. Um, I know that there are people who have disagreements with Tim Keller and stuff like that. Um, every question is theologically sound. I've, I've gone through it myself. I've read all of them. There's, there's no issues in that. Um, so that's a great one to do. But any catechism that you can do with your kids to allow the Holy Spirit to work through you to draw them to Christ. Um, so the, that's another great resolution, and that's one that I am going to do. That is one of my resolutions for this year, is to catechize my daughter. She is, um, now she's a little, uh, just over two years old. Uh, two years, two months, and 20 days, but who's counting, right? Um, and she can memorize. She can memorize this stuff. She's got huge chunks of the the wizard of oz memorized at this point because she's watched it probably 20 some times in the last two weeks um so it's time to really start letting that letting the word of god be what um she meditates on and and memorizes and so on and you know she's memorized little prayers that she's learned at school and stuff to pray for food and so on and so um but preaching the gospel to your family is, and, and your friends, uh, is huge. You know, I don't expect everyone to be a street preacher, to go out and do one-on-one -on -one evangelism with con complete strangers. But it should be far more uncomfortable to evangelize to a, a complete stranger than it should be to evangelize to your family and your friends. These are people that we know and we love. And we, being Christians and understanding what we believe as Christians, if you truly are Christian, that we have to come to the conclusion that if someone does not repent and put their faith in Christ, they are not going to heaven. Those people are going to hell. They are destined for hell unless they repent and put their faith and trust in Christ. And if we aren't willing to preach the gospel to them, to share the gospel with them in love, then... I don't often quote Rick Warren, but in his uh, welcome video or the introduction video for the 40 Days of Purpose that was huge 15 years ago, um, he says if you're not willing to preach the gospel, share the gospel with your neighbor, you're essentially telling them to go to hell. And so 
That's what we're doing with our family and friends. If we're not willing to share what we believe and what we know with them, we're telling them to go to hell because we're not showing any kind of concern for the state of their soul. So that would be the other thing is those are the, the three resolutions that I would encourage every Christian to make um, as far as church attendance, be there. Church service, serve somewhere and share the gospel with your families. And then for those of you who are a little more ambitious, and again, these are these are resolutions that I, I am making this year. Um, one, I am resolving to every third Thursday. Um, I will be out at the LDS Temple in Salt Lake City. Um, we did, started doing it. Um, there's a group of guys that do it every single Thursday. Um, I think they took a break through the winter. I don't intend to do that. I don't have the time. I have a family that I have to devote some time to. Um, I've essentially asked for six days from my wife uh, to spend away um, from the family, except for when I travel for work and so on. I have an elders meeting on Thursday, the first Thursday of the month, um, and then evangelism on the second, the third Thursday of the month, um, and then I play, I play poker on Sundays. Um, so those are the, the days that I've I've asked my wife to allow me to to not be at home during the evening when when she and my daughter are here. Every other day of the month, I am committing to spending time, as much time with my family, um, but I'm also resolving to do evangelism, whether that's on Saturdays, Thursdays are the set time, guaranteed, I will be out. Uh, it is resolved that I will be out at the LDS Temple in Salt Lake City doing evangelism on the third Thursday of every month. And if I can't make it on the third Thursday, I will do it another day. But there will be a day of the month that I go out there and I share the gospel with people at the LDS Temple in Salt Lake. We've also talked to, with um, a couple of guys that are, are big on evangelism at church um, about doing some Saturday stuff at the Salt Lake Temple or the Ogden Temple. Um, you know, hitting our community and, and doing things here. Um, talked about doing potentially something at Weber State that I don't know how much I can be involved in, but I'm resolving to, to evangelize as much as possible over the next year. You know, on whether it's times that my wife is out of town, if they have things that, you know, she and my daughter are doing that I can't, I can't be part of or not going to be involved in, then I will spend those times out sharing the gospel with people. I am going to, you know, I'm, I'm committed to doing this podcast. I'm committed to doing the um, persecuted church. And those are things that I do generally after 10 p.m. when I can't be out in the community. Um, and my daughter's in bed and my wife is in bed because she has to go to bed before me because I snore horribly. And uh, so I just completely lost my train of thought that was a snoring comment. Um, but so these things I'm committed to doing, but I am committed to um, doing as much other uh, evangelism as I can and then focusing more time with my family and sharing the gospel inside my home. Um, so that's, that's one major resolution that I've got um, for the next year. So catechism, uh, evangelism. And uh, 
And so, yeah, but, and here, here's the other thing. And I've, I've beat this drum before too, but as you look at things on social media, Twitter, the different people, um, discernment ministries and, and, uh, pro-life ministries and abolitionist ministries, there's so many of these groups that, um, their attitude is, is if you're not doing what they're doing, that their thing is the most important thing that can be done. You know, discernment ministries, they're important. I praise God for men like Justin Peters, um, and uh, it's really the only good discernment ministry I can think of off the top of my head. But praise God for guys like that who are out there. But discernment ministry isn't everybody's thing. Not everybody is called to go out and, and discern and uh, you know expose heresies and be heresy hunters or whatever you want to call them. Um, that's kind of a derogatory term, and I do not feel that way about Justin Peters. I don't think he's a heresy hunter. But I do think he's doing a great service to the church um, by doing what he does, by exposing false teachers. Um, you know, I mean, you can even, to a point, you can kind of call Ivy um, and a lot of the CHH guys uh, discernment ministries. I mean, Shy Lynn's got his songs, False Teachers, and, and uh, Ivy has What Am I to Do? And there's uh, so many other songs about, you know, these, these false teachers, these charlatans, these prosperity ministers. These health and wealth, health health and wealth guys, you know. I just read an article today about uh, that in January there's supposed to be a super wolf blood moon or some weird thing about the lunar eclipse that's coming up in January. And I guarantee you guys, like John Hagee and them, are going to be out coming out of the woodwork to uh, talk about that. Excuse me, I need to. advertisement for diet dr pepper um you know these guys are going to come out of the minute out of the woodwork to capitalize on these different phenomena that happen and guys like justin peter and ivy and shylin who do songs and stuff that actively are, are working to expose these false teachers that's a great ministry but it's not everybody's ministry you know i'm i was really impressed years back with abolish human abortion that ministry but they've become such a just a there it seems like they're more going after churches that aren't on um the same page as they are than they are going after abortion mills um so you know apology of church uh and abortion now these are things that i want to be involved in and i think are very important but it's not everybody's thing we should all be praying for those ministries. Don't get me wrong. But we don't all need to be involved in them. We can support them in any way we can. Pray for them. Financially support them. But not everybody is called to go stand out in front of an abortion mill. And I understand that. And, you know, <coughs> I haven't done it personally. Not in front of an abortion mill. Um, but I, I think that that's something that I'll probably do more of. In the next year but it's not everybody's thing not everybody is called to do that and uh, so so again I think I'll end with this and I've ended with this before we've talked about excuse me I've got really bad 
throat. I've had a cold and it's been horrible. So I apologize. Bear with me. We're almost done. Your thing doesn't have to be everybody else's thing. And don't expect it to be. Um, praise God for the ministries, the different ministries that he's given everybody. And do the ministry that God has called you to do to the glory of God, to the best of your ability, um, and with everything you have. But don't, don't judge um, other Christians because they're not doing your thing, as long as they're doing something. You know, and that's a quote, I want to say it was Spurgeon, I could be wrong, but the, the quote is, do something, do something, do something. Do it to the glory of God. <coughs> and not everybody's thing has to be your thing. But do something. Serve, minister, preach to your family, share the gospel with your family and your loved ones. Lead your kids. Um, you know, Proverbs 22. Lead your, lead your kids in the way they should go. Um, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. So let that be um, an encouragement and your, your resolutions for the next year. Think on those things. And, uh, you know, if you really want to resolve to lose weight and go to the gym or any of the other things that you might resolve to do, uh, I joined a, a Facebook group to <clears throat> um, go through Calvin's Institutes in a year. So if you're going to do those things, do it to the best of your ability. Um, don't plan to fail. Uh, don't do it just because you're going through the motions, but do it to the best of your ability and ultimately to the glory of God and let it be a witness of what God is doing for you and in you and through you. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.